there was look man we used to live in a big apartment yeah, yeah. they used to fucking live like a prostitutes they would <coughs> used to eat drug dealers they used to do fighters they used to live uh models i don't know some porn stars you know like, no stuff like this. so I is that where you met pinky as well yes <laughs> <laughs> pinky donald exactly <laughs> You don't want to get him upset. Throws thunder. Sam Cassidy. Definitely blood from the mouth. He's a big boy though. Welcome to Striker Chat. Bringing you the story and characters of Australian Muay Thai. With your hosts, Knack Moy, Sammy Cassidy. And your not so Knack Moy, Old Man Damage. Banks going to go with that left again. Inside leg kick tries to trip him. That's a tough cookie though. He's taking all of what Panda Bax is throwing at him right now. Oh, good right hand there from Cassidy. Welcome to episode 10 of Striker Chat. In today's episode, I go solo. Sam can't make it today, he sends his apologies, but he will be back next week. In today's episode, I chat with Jabba Askarov, we chat about his Muay Thai journey, his philosophical look at life, and his love for his young family. I also touch base with WA correspondent Roy Rebel Wills to see how Caleb, Brandon, and Moo went at the Muay Thai Grand Prix. Let's get into it. After the break, I speak with the boy from Dagestan, Jabba Askarov. All right. And welcome back. In today's episode, we have Jabba Askarov, yeah? Is that how you pronounce it? Jabba Askarov, I guess a Dagestani native or Russian native? Dagestani. Dagestani native, who has spent many years in Thailand and now resides here in Melbourne. He is best known for technical brawler. He is a very tough and game fighter who pushes forward and unleashes hard hands along along with powerful kicks. Well, oh, mate, I've seen some of that footage. Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> he has par- he's participated professionally in every combat sport except Krav Maga. <laughs> please, w- <laughs> please, you know what Krav Maga is, yes, don't you? <laughs> exactly. I know. Self-defense. It's, it's not a martial. It's self-defense, isn't it? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please give a strike and warm welcome to Java Askarov. How do you say um, hello in, in Russian? Привет. Okay. How are you, mate? I'm good, man. Good. Just finished training. Yeah. Uh, had a good session. Oh, mate, you always have cardio. You it, always you know. smash it out, mate. You know, I see Thanks, you here man. training every day. That's my job. That's what I got to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're well spoken as well. Very, very good at English. But let's start from the beginning. Just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, you know, your, your childhood, your, you know, and, and that upbringing. Well, I'm uh, I born in uh, southern part of Russia. Yeah. Uh, it's a southern state yep. called Dagestan. Yes. And there is a little village in a mountain. Uh, it's called Kurakh. I lived there for a bit, you know, I born there. I lived there for a bit for a year. Mm-hmm. And then I moved over to a different village. Okay. Because uh, my father, due to my father's work, you know. Okay, yes. He used yes. to move a lot and uh, travel a lot due his work because he was a policeman. And then uh, they would send him to this village, send him that city yep. and stuff. Okay. So I moved down to a different village, lived there. 
maybe six, uh, about, about nine years. Mm -hmm. and then moved to Southern City called Derbent. That where I started my first kickboxing sessions. Okay. And uh, lived there for a couple of years. Then again moved to capital city of Dagestan. And there I really started like joined it, uh, my first Muay Thai class. Muay Thai, yeah. more kickboxing. Yeah. I used to be in, Der in Derbent city, used to do more kickboxing. Okay. But when I moved to Makhachkala, the capital city of Dagestan, mm -hmm. I started doing Muay Thai. Okay. And okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, that was my first place. But um, I remember you telling me about um, wrestling and how wrestling and judo is, is, is what all Russians and all Dagestanis do. As a young, from a young age, like um, well, here. Uh, judo, I started when I when we moved from uh, my this, uh, the village I born from. Yep, yep, yep. I moved there from there to Magaram Kent village, and uh, when I turned about five, six years old, I started doing a judo. Okay, yeah. And I did judo there for maybe a year or two. Uh, you know what? Like I took it like a hobby. I took it like a fun. You know. Yeah. My, my dad push me in a sport by the time but not as pro you know like it yeah you know you could have fun yeah you have as fun enjoy because you're still a kid and stuff yeah. like that but when i moved to derben city yep then i did my keep started my first kickboxing classes mm -hmm. and i started doing the soft athletic running as well and same time i was doing the wrestling classes as well so i was doing three sports morning i used to go to the wrestling class yeah then go to school, then come back home, a little bit of rest, eat, go kickboxing school. Next day, morning, go soft athletic. Uh, I used to run six, 60 meters and 100 meters. Okay. And then uh, come back to school again, going to kickboxing. Kickboxing, so it was in my uh, shadow, kickboxing was in schedule, it was every day. Okay, yeah. But uh, wrestling and uh, soft athletic, it was like, you know, day. So every second day. Every second so day. One day wrestling, one day soft leg, one day. But I was doing all right in my wrestling as well. Yeah. And um, after training of six months, I was winning a few tournaments and stuff, you know. And uh, and this is sorry, is this is this is a young a young yeah. boy, young age, yeah. Yeah, I was Jesus. I was eight years old. Eight years and doing that. I was pretty successful in uh, wrestling. Yep. I really love the sport as well. Mm -hmm. But when you still follow? Uh, I do follow. Yep. I really love it. You know what? And. Uh, I believe it's uh, one of the greatest sports, uh, wrestling. Uh, what do you think that, mate? Tell me, tell I'm me. Just, Is it just know. like, it's, it's, it's pure uh, man, um, um, pure like um, aggression versus, not aggression, but more no, like... Look, you know what, like... Power versus power. I believe, you know, like, there's no doubt. Kickboxing, Muay Thai, MMA, mm. it's all good. You know what, even though I'm doing the kickboxing stuff all this, but there is so much damage to your head and stuff. Oh, you fuck know? yeah, yeah. You understand what I mean? And yes, yes. And then you, it's not a, it's not, a, obviously, it's not a healthy sport. You no. know what I mean? No, no, no. It's no not of course for your not. Health, but yeah, then with CT wrestling, first of all, you get, you, you become strong there physically. Physically, you, yeah. Self defense as well, good, mm. you know, for self defense. Be as strong as a man, and then it doesn't bring you much damage into your to your head, you know. Yeah. Uh, after a while. What about joints? Jo jo yeah. I understand that. Like mm. uh, joints, look, man. If if you're gonna go run and uh, you know what, ah, yeah, we can. You gotta, yeah, yeah, of course, we, we of course can it's life. damage our Fucking joints right. as yeah. well, yeah, right? It's all fucking life. But yeah. uh, let's say just be strong physically. At the end of the days, mm. after the sport, you have a f life as well, you know. <laughs> of course. You know, kids family mm -hmm. you want to be smart you want to play with them you want to 
So, uh, look, I'm gonna. I'll ask you this. What I mean. yeah, I'll you ask you this question later on. So you yeah. sounds like you're, you know you're, you're you're thinking of family and everything at the moment. Well, you know exactly. you're, you're you're getting to that stage. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, maybe. Well, look, no, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get yeah, there, mate. We'll, we'll get, get to there. that question, right. <laughs> matey. But um, like uh, you know, I've had many a conversation with you, like a lot of conversations and very philosophical conversations and everything. And, and you talk about your father and your parents and the admiration. I mean, what is that admiration that you have for your father, mate? And you know, you, you've talked about. If you want, if you like, you know, we don't have to talk about it. You know, the 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 death of your father and 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 how much he means to you. You know, it, it, it's. Man, look, you yeah. know what? Like uh, these days, these days, like a lot of youngsters, they taking as a fans as uh, samples, like I don't know, uh, football players, best yeah. fighters and stuff. They, they as they as as as, a, as the hero. Yeah, as a yeah. hero. Like, look, man. On obviously, for me, even my father wouldn't be a sport he wasn't a sportsman he really loved the sport but he wasn't a sportsman he wasn't like some famous guy around the mm, world mm, yeah. mm. but he was a hero he was a for biggest you? Yes. yes exactly he was a big example for me because being a father it's already big big uh, uh it's, a, it's already a hero responsibility yes. and hero yes you understand yes. that's, that's oh, already yeah. been a hero and yeah. especially if you're a good father then is it you're a double <laughs> hero you know? yes. like, I, I don't know like that's why like for me, father was meaning something special. Mm-hmm. Uh, same as my mom as well. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I didn't talk much about my mom, but my mom is, a, you know, it's a lady and uh, she's a what? How how you call it? Like a soft heart of part course. of the family. You but know I bet you, I mean? bet you, she's a hard lady too. If she'll give you this, <laughs> she'll oh, give you. She sh- if you're playing, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. My my mom would me uh, would uh, smack me Drew, when I was a kid. Yeah. You know? But my dad. Mm. His one look would be enough for me, you know what I mean? Like, uh, just to understand, I shouldn't do this way, I shouldn't do that way, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, look, um, you're, I can see, I, I see hard, vi- I see you work hard at what you do, you know? You, you, your, your work ethic is fucking through the roof. Is that, I'm supposing because your father was a, a police officer and you could, you, you see in him and him and his, um, uh, you see him work hard so that you, it just rubbed off on you type of thing, yeah? Uh, yeah. You know what, like, for example, my, my father, uh, his family, he come out, he come out from the poor family. He, mm. he, he made himself by him, you understand? Like yeah. They, uh, the, he's, my, my grandfather wasn't a successful man, you know, and uh, wasn't a successful man. And uh, the family was big, seven kids. Uh, and you, do my, you, come from, you, you come from a big family as well? Yeah. Let's say w- w- it depends yeah. on what you call a big family. I got uh, three siblings, you know, like uh, me, my brother, and sister. Um, is that is that a small family in Dagestan? Yes, it's a small family. <laughs> That's a big family here in Australia. Nah, three kids, nothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. My father had uh, seven siblings in home, and my mm. father was the oldest one, so he got to look after all of them, you know, yeah. and uh, bring them from really down to up. Mm. He used to work really hard. He used to study, even though the family didn't have the money and stuff like this. He made his way by himself, you know. Yeah. So by his sample, you know, when they say there is a saying, you don't tell your kids what to do. You yeah. show them what you to do. You show them what to do. Yeah. And uh, there's another saying as well. Um, yeah. Go. No. No. Yeah. There's another also another saying is um, be the lighthouse and yeah. not the tugboat. So yeah. yeah, showing the example. Just don't yeah, don't do yeah, it this exactly, way. Exactly, Just exactly. do it and then leading by example. Sorry, yes, mate. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's what yeah. I saw it from my dad. You know, like. That's why I see that he's been working hard and stuff. He's been working hard for his family, mm-hmm. and then for like a 
before you know like yeah. brothers and mother and stuff and yeah. uh and uh he's been working hard for us so that's why i got to work hard well, for, again, for my mom for you my sister mm-hmm. and i got to work hard for my kids too you don't you don't um, complain you just do the work you know you mm. hear the co- you hear what the coaches say here Look, and just man, do the work there is and, yeah. there is no time for complaining you know <laughs> <laughs> there, <laughs> there is no time you know there is no time for arguing for complaints and but there's stuff. always uh, yeah you got to work that's it yes mate i'm going to go i'm going to touch on like um You've got a psycho. You, you you got a psychology degree, have, do, yeah. don't you? Yeah, but, but I finished uh, the psychology yeah. degree. Yeah. I mean, you're not you're not a fight. It's very you like when you when you look at fighters, especially when you look at yourself, you go, "Oh fuck, I don't want to fuck with this guy. Look at him. He's a he's a fighter." But mate, you've got a brain in there. You're very philosophical. I've I've known a few Russian people. They're right into their literature, their poetry, and their philosophy. Is this the same with you? Do you do you read the philosophical writers like a Tolstoy uh, or a? I do read here and there, you know, yeah. but like uh, books and stuff like that, philosophic books and uh, mm. some others. But uh, yes, I've been studied psychology when I was a kid, but I didn't choose it by uh, by myself. Uh, when uh, yeah. I finished school. Mm. We got to go to, we got to, I, I got to go to union and uh, I was trying to the, I don't know how to call it in English, but uh, sports uni, like a sport. It's sports science. Sports science. Sports yeah, science, yeah. 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 And uh, I don't know, it's good to say or not, but you know that um, back home, unis are very corrupted. And uh, <laughs> and, uh, no. to, to, and uh, to, to pass there, you got to pay. <laughs> uh, you know like to even though like it's not you don't have to pay but like you yeah. know like by the rule by a real original rule you don't have to pay you pass it and yeah. i was a great already successful sportsman by the time and if you do if you pass exams they take you there you know yeah like yeah, yeah. To uni. and i did my running i did everything but i didn't pass because i didn't pay enough money oh, no. i swear man and uh you know what after a while I got the results and stuff like this, and they say you don't pass it. And I was like, man, what I, what I, what should I do? And then uh, I started looking different uh, science. You know, yeah. w- w- what's left? So, so this is sports psychology. You were just no, psychology no, no, full no, stop. No, yeah, no, no. Yep. I, it, it wasn't like sport. It was just a sport, sports science. You know, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. And then uh, I start to, and there was nothing like uh, to do. And um, surging, it was uh, didn't left much time until my uh, until that. Exams, uh, exam time of to pass to uni, yeah, you know, yeah. and didn't much, uh, entrance much exam, time and I started searching what science left, and uh, then I uh, find psychology, and uh, it wasn't uh, hard to get there because the <laughs> the numbers of girls was very high there, like yeah. students guess, but there was no enough males, oh, so, so th- I, I signed up there, and uh, sl- lucky way, luckily, luckily I got there. And uh, yeah, my uh, honestly, first six months I was really studying good, and uh, first a year maybe six months, yeah, six months a year, uh, first semester, I was doing really well, and uh, then I got to leave to Thailand. Oh. I left to Thailand, and then I finished it online. Everything else, you know. Perfect. <laughs> it's a perfect segue. Yeah. So, um, but the psychology, well, like we'll go back to psychology and fighting. Does the psychology? Did it help you with fighting? You're, you're, I mean, just thinking, preparing for fights and everything. You know like that? what? Like even though before I finish psychology, they might be like there is some stuff in uni you learn and mm. uh, it's interesting, obviously. But 
the best way to learn psychology and when you're meeting a lot of people <laughs> and i swear man i lived in thailand for almost 10 years and you know what i used to live in that apartment where i used to live whole like bunch of young young kids like young i don't know like from, a a from, a, from everywhere from around the world, world, world. it Is wasn't it wasn't just a fighters man it was different people it was it could have been just a person who li moved from his country and stayed in uh, decided yeah. to stay in uh, in bangkok you know and uh, uh, there was a bro, man, like honestly, it's a, it's a. This is a part where the the most interesting part. There was look, man. We used to live in a big apartment. Yeah, yeah. They used to fucking live like a prostitutes. They would <coughs> used to eat drug dealers. They used to do fighters. They used to live uh, models. I don't know some porn stars. You know, like no a stuff like this. So I is that where you met Pinky as well? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pinky Donald. <laughs> exactly. Uh. And uh, I met them there. You know, like in apartment. It's not. It's like a whole bunch of big, big building, and then the, like a whole bunch of people living there. Yeah. And uh, you know, you got like basically you live in one uh, ten floor apartment. Yeah. This is a fucking you got yeah, a variation and of you, people. You meet everybody there. Variety you know? of fucking personalities. You down, downstairs there, you go, you go there, you see, you sit in a loft sometime, you know, you drink coffee, and then someone comes, yeah, have yeah. a chat, you know. It's not like a, we got a good friendship and stuff. Is that, but you have chat with everyone, you, you know everyone, and you, and you feel person, you understand? Yeah, you talk yeah. to it, you know. Sometimes people come back, they will talk about personal life i don't know you know it wouldn't be five days it would be my, my it might maybe some drug dealer it might be some i don't know uh, <laughs> some uh, some someone else from different country come you know some i don't know like gangster and he talks about his previous life and stuff like this you understand them you you feel that personality that's that's where you learn the psychology of yeah well you know yeah you, well, you, you get to understand people yeah and you understand you get to understand there's fucking not just one sort of person the person yes, is yes, developed yes. the psychology is is the is a social is is the the study of people yeah, and the way they like interact with you, it? you know what like or the study of the brain so yeah. psychology the, look there is a subject called psychology all right you got to learn it deep and stuff like this but on a practice mm. when you talk to people when you know people yeah okay you, when you chat with them you know and stuff like this you learn more than i believe in uni but that's my only my I opinion so you well. I think you I it's I a practice yeah. i believe you one, 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 one thing when you learn the reading the books and stuff like this but you don't have a practice you no. understand no. and there is the other part as well mm -hmm. the practice when you exactly face to face meeting people sometimes they won't they might uh, store they might bullshit you with some story you know you understand but yeah, you're sitting you're deep and stuff like this look man i can see you see i'm <laughs> sitting here i'm watching you deep inside i know the old you're fucking full of shit, full of shit <laughs> but i can feel it you know you know what i mean yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah it's like that bro i mean um that's probably when you started your blog Back in 2008, you're still doing yeah, that blog. Uh, I nah. mean, that was been psychology, and then you would have been reading people. <laughs> I've been doing my blogs for some time, and then That's I don't know. I, I have no idea why I did left. I was like young. I was like, I wanted to chase everything. You understand? I, I want to be like a blogger, blog sport. I want to do this. I want to do that. But end of the days, times pass and stuff. You, yeah. You're getting busy and more with... Uh, with life stuff. Life stuff, <laughs> yes. You know, there is no time. Like, uh, obviously, you are a single stuff. You got so mm. much time, you know. Mm. You're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing that. But once you're getting older and stuff, you got a kids, you got a family. Yeah. Well, Even though, like, uh, maybe five, six years ago before I got my family, uh, you still, you, you're you looking for a family, you understand? Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. You're just busy with something else mm. already. There is no time for blogs and stuff like this. That's why I left it.
But you still journal? Do you do journal? You still write or anything like that? Your your, your thoughts and no, I just yeah. m- I honestly I do memorize my like. Sometimes I want I'm like uh, feeling like I got to read some, uh, write some book and stuff like this. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe when I when I finish like a totally finish the sport and stuff I like this, maybe you, I, I, sign, I sit yeah. with someone you know and uh, honestly it would be interesting yeah. life story, not just my life story, but the exactly the part when we used to live in Bangkok. Yeah. And uh, when I meet so many people, that when I was living with the boys, like from that's a fucking Dagestan, mo- that's a movie, mate. Well, I swear, <laughs> man, like 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 it, it is movie. What was that, what's that movie called when they were in the, in the part two, the the Hangover when they're in, ba- <laughs> in fucking Bangkok? It's that, all <laughs> look, the stories there, look, mate. It would Jesus. be a crazy story, man. <laughs> Honestly, it would be a fun. And, uh, oh my god! Life in Bangkok, life in Samui. All right, so, no, Mark, that's a perfect segue. You're talking about you. Talk, we're talking about kids and everything like that. You got kids. Got two kids. Married, married. Russian girl, Dagestan girl. Dagestan, uh, uh, sorry, yes, yes, Dagestan girl. Yes, yeah, yeah. Dagestan and girl. And, uh, and how old are your kids? My daughter is three years old. My son is one year. Just yesterday, turned one years oh, old. Oh, is that yeah. why you went? Uh, you you, yes, you, you yes. went for drive down the Great Ocean Roadway yeah, and everything yeah, like that. Took, yeah, I took the family there. You know, just nice. to relax a little bit and stuff. Oh, fucking beautiful, mate. After the break, we get to talk about. This guy's fucking illustrious fighting career, mate. Oh my god, it is a big, lo- it is a, it is a massive, massive and long career. Very. Used to have dreams of a big fat check. Tick that off my list. Now I'm trying to dream about what I want next. Maybe I'll you feeling? You feeling? Get a lot of alcohol, drugs, you feeling good? That, I know you're fucking. You're too comfortable. I just want All right, and welcome back. Well, man, that's. That's um, that's a fucking amazing childhood, mate. A good beginning, <laughs> a tough childhood as well. Would have been tough, yeah. Yeah, it would be tough, honestly. Yeah. It is tough, and I believe by that time it was tougher than now these days. You know, like mm. uh, I believe generation after generation, uh, people getting softer. What's that? There's, there's a saying. There's a saying, and I think I've said it on the podcast before. Strong man. Make good times. Yeah. Good times make weak men. No, it's a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit different. Is it a bit different? Has the it? Has it? Uh, tough times. Yep. Brings the tough people. Yes. Tough people brings the good times. Good times bring soft people. Soft people bring bad times. Bad times. Yes. And, and you know what? Yeah. We live always been living in that circuit. You know, mm. like, uh, mm. circuit after circuit. Like are basically, we the, are we are we in that soft time now? Uh, I believe. We are, we are generation of tough people who brought uh, the soft good times. times. Yeah, 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 the good times, yeah. Yeah, and good times now, yeah, I, I the new them. generation bringing mm. soft people. I can see them. It the is. Eshays, what I think it is, it soft is, honestly. Eshays. That's you, Eshays. <laughs> <laughs> it is, bro. It is. But let's get back to um, your fighting career. We're going to talk, let's talk about your fighting career, mate. So, you, you obviously, you, your first martial arts or your first combat sport or sport was wrestling yeah and yeah i would have called uh, my first sport it was a re- no it was judo first one judo first, yeah, yeah first one judo, but then what what like uh, i remember because uh, i was obviously i've <laughs> watched so many interviews of yours doing the research you t- you talked about your, your father when you were eight years old wanting you to become a kickboxer was yeah. that is that correct yeah correct, uh, correct, yeah no, 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 why no. why do you want you to become a kickboxer is then was it was it because of the professionalism and the the money uh, in that sport 
Nah, basically there was no money and stuff like this. I believe you know. I, I don't know what you call it. That movie with Jean Claude Van Damme. Kickboxer or Kickboxer. was it Bloodsport? Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Blood Blood yes. <laughs> Watching by that time, and uh, actually the you know the martial arts by that time was very popular. Mm. Kickboxing, Muay Thai, it was just a crazy popular and okay, stuff. I, I remember that. And uh, was that was that nineties? Around the nineties? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was, it, it was middle of the nineties. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. And uh, ninety-five, you know, and then uh, when we was living in a village. Uh, my brother was doing really well in judo, okay. and I was just following. older brother or young. I was not older, older. Older, yeah. Uh, I'm the youngest one in the family, and okay. uh, he was six older, six years older than me, and I was just a sixth by the time. And you know, I just started doing judo, and as I, as I said earlier, my dad uh, pushed me to do it as a fun, you know, as a hobby, just to become a little bit stronger and stuff like this. Yeah. And, uh, and when we moved to the city, then my father decided, like, brought me to kickboxing classes, and uh, he asked me if I liked it. But I didn't really like it. I told it many times in my interviews and stuff. But yeah. I didn't really like it because uh, I was copying it always there. And uh, getting hit all the time. Yes, getting <laughs> hit. I was the uh, actually I was a small kid. You know, I wasn't big. And uh, you're not a big person. Full stop. And I wasn't uh, tough as well by the time. And I was just uh, eight years old, Java. <laughs> I was like, man, I was copying it <laughs> from everyone, and especially I didn't like it when people started hitting my face and stuff. And uh, <laughs> then uh, you like it my look, look at my nose, <laughs> and, you know. And then uh, it says about everything. And yeah. then, uh, but I see that my father was liking it, li liking it, you know. And yeah, like he loved it, and um, of course you love your father, and you wanted to be, you wanted you to, know, fucking, you wanted you, to you, you, you know, that is your hero standing next in front of you, yeah, and he's I asking totally you, like, understand, mate. do you like it? And they're like, uh, you don't know, you like, <laughs> yes. what are you gonna say? Yeah. Obviously, even if yeah. you don't like it, you know, you would have said yes. Yeah. Like by the time my my dad, have, dad would ask me anything, I would do like, man, like there is no doubt. Your dad, yes. He's your hero. Of course. That's why you got to do it. Like uh, that's why I said yes. You know, that's it. Mm. But do you like it now? I enjoyed it, you know what? Like, I really enjoying it. I liked it. I love my, I love my life experience I had. You know what? Honestly, if I, if we speak about, it, I love the kickboxing and stuff like this, but I loved that life experience and meeting so many people in my life. You and know, and this is through this through Muay Thai kickboxing. Yes, yeah? and through this Muay Thai kickboxing, it's happened for a reason. You know, yeah. what I mean, like I, yeah. I, I got to learn the people how it is, who it is. You know, mm. and. Uh, yeah, that's why I really loved it. Um, you've got a great attitude, man. There's like you're not you're not a victim. You're a victor. I mean, you you, you things happen to you, and you say uh, it's not happened to you. You don't you don't go. Oh, why is it happening to me? You go. You you, you take the 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 attitude of this. It's it's happened for me, yep. not to me. Thank so you. when you take that attitude of happening for me, then you can really understand. A, a, have a better picture of you know of of the good things out of a bad thing, yeah. Yeah, it is, man. Like you know what? Like if if that is, I I always think about it. If something happened to you, mm. that's happened for a reason, you know. Yeah, fuck yeah. Some people ask me like, hey guys, JJ, but are you regret that? You know what? Now MMA UFC is very popular and stuff like this. And I've done a MMA. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah, yeah. And I, when funny. I was a 12 years old uh, in 1999. Oh, sorry. Two thousand in two thousand, I was thirteen years old. I competed on a world championship in pancreation. It's like MMA. It is MMA. Yeah. But in junior MMA, and I won that world championship. I won five fights in one night, 
And, uh, Five fights in fucking one night. Yeah, one, at in one day. Yes, in 13 years You're old. You're fucking crazy, man. And I won that one, and I could have continued. I could have done everything, but you know, it didn't happen to me. I, uh, God decided me, like, the God decided me to do kickboxing, you know, and uh, mm. follow this way. Yeah. And uh, I take it because no, what, like, no, right, you know, mate, it's, you've, it's, you've it's a for a reason. You fought some of the fucking best fighters <laughs> in the world, Thanks mate. Well, you know, yeah. and you've, you've done a great job. Well, I just want to touch on. Um, <laughs> you training as a kid as well. It would have been very poor, very hard. You you you, you touched on you, you called them winter gloves. They weren't real gloves. What the, what the what what, no, what are they? Like honestly, by that what, time. What, what were they? What what do you mean by the winter gloves? They like you know the winter like when you call you you wedding on a on a street during the winter. But like in Australia, there is no winter. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And stuff like this. But oh, when there, there is winter like in Europe, like this, pe- pe- yes, like winter gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't get cold. So b- by back that time. Uh, it was 1995. Not just me, but whole Russia was living in a s- like poor. crazy times. Yeah. It was poor, honestly. C- the country was really fucked by that time. Mm. And uh, no one could have afforded nothing to mm. yourself, you understand? I was training in a show, like, I don't know, just a casual show, not training show, just a casual street show. And this and is and like negative one or negative five. And then oh, you Jesus. don't have uh anyway any option to buy a hand hand wraps there was no hand wraps supplying in russia anytime by the time and uh, you was hand sometimes you don't hand wrap your at all so you put in a winter glove straight away which that's why my hands gone by the time already you understand when i was kid you're hitting in the head imagine imagine you almost since you five oh nine years old you're hitting you're fighting Hard. bare knuckle, I, and and like it's not uh, sparring back then. It wasn't. It was a hundred and twenty percent. Not like you're not. You're not. You're nah, like you know. Nah, nah, nah. By the way, when you know, you know what I'm when I'm sparring here, like mm. not just here, but in yeah. anywhere uh, like I used to spar and stuff like this. Sometimes kids, sometimes on the sparring, I understand them. I understand the sport going to different level now, yeah. and you got to look after yourself and stuff. Yeah. You know, when you go to some limit, you know, to some age, but. When you start, when when you are a kid, now, you know, when I spar, like I'm 35 years old, when I spar, I spar with 100 kilo boy or 90 kilo boy, and when they started hitting me, I get upset. I got like really get angry because, you know, man, look, I'm not making money here. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm preparing to make money. Yes. So don't damage me fucking here, you understand? Yeah, like exactly. I, I, I got to make it. It's my job. Yeah. But when you've been doing whole your life, fighting like a, sparring like a, like like a fighting. yeah. It stays in your head. And when I used to move to Thailand, I used to spar with them. Every, everyone just smashing everyone, you know. Then no one who used to like me. And then I was complaining, what the fuck is wrong with you kids, you know. Like, <laughs> you know, hold on, hold on, hold on, Java. Do you remember when you fucking first started fighting and you didn't like it and you were getting beaten up by them guys? And Bro, you but, like, you but, the but that's exactly what it is. Like, even though when I was spanning first time and they was beating me, I yeah. never gave up. Yeah. I didn't like it. I think that's I yeah. didn't like it. I stu- I never stood back. You had to I just I just been way. hitting, hitting, hitting back and you stuff. Had to find a Man, way. it was like a blood, it was like broken nose, it was like uh, big cuts and stuff, but yeah. you were still fighting. Never stood back. Mate, um your Muay Thai journey, I mean you moved to Thailand. What why was the reason that, like you moved to Thailand back in when was that when you were eighteen? 18, that's yeah, a very 18. young age, and um, what's, well, how old's that? So you said 2000 to... to uh, 2005. 2005. Yeah. And that was um, Rompo Gym in Bangkok, yeah? Yep, 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 yep. That's where the whole journey started. And yeah? Uh, I moved there because I was, man, just uh, 60 kilo. There was in Russia, 
the kickboxing was popular, mm. but not in my weight division. It was everything after 70 kilo. Yeah. So basically, I was already 18 years old. I need to earn money. If I want to earn money by the fighting world, you understand what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I was looking somewhere to fight. I was looking somewhere to make my name. And that is the best place to make your name. It was Thailand. Yeah. Where else? Like, if there was a 70 kilo, uh, if there was 60 kilo troubles to get a fight in Russia, mm. There was like fights for you every day in Thailand because everybody's small there, if if right? Yeah. Exactly. So you get, you get. Yeah, it's like you're gonna, man. You got like that much offers. Yeah. Not, obviously, there is no no big money, but you know, like. But a, you get like a thirty dollar, twenty dollar per fight, but still, man, you can make your name there. You know what mm, I mean? Mm. And uh, when you're seventy kilo, then you're getting troubles to fight there in Thailand because bigger weight is big, more yeah. harder to get there. Yeah. But to make a name, it's the best place. So uh, that's why I moved there. Just doing all lot, a lot. So you fought fucking all the time. Yeah, yeah obviously, like all yeah. the. But well, that's where that's where you max. I did a month in in twenty six days. I did I did five fights in twenty six days. Yes, that's fucking unheard of. It was one eight man tournament. Yeah, three fights. I flew from Bangkok to Russia. Mm-hmm. Came back. Uh, flew back. Seven days later, I fought fight in uh, Pattaya. Mm. So in eight-man tournament, I lost in the final, so I did three fights. Flew back, six, seven days, oh no, I fought six, seven days, I fought in Bangkok on Omnoy Stadium on Channel 3. And another six days later, I fought in Pattaya. In Pattaya, yeah. Fight, yes. So from, so from uh, five yeah. fights a month, I won three, two, lost. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. That's crazy. But, um, mate, so I know you were on The Contender. Yeah. Can we talk about, so when was that? When was The Contender? It was 2007, but they broadcast it on 2008. In 2008, year. that yeah. year, yeah. What was that like? Man, it was a fucking great experience. Yeah? As well, you know, when you, as I said, like you, when we used to live in Rompo, yep. when, you, when you're meeting people and stuff like this, but then you're living in a... Uh, Loft with Other. 16 people. And the and obviously the guys you're fighting against yes. as well. Yes, you're fighting. There is a full of cameras. Every day they're chasing you, obviously. What's that like? Is that fucking hard just to be Six yourself? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what we're going to come to. 16 hours a day they following you, cameras, right? 18 hours a day. They're only six hours you're sleeping. They don't follow you by the time. Yeah. And then you got to be yourself, you understand? But you can't. that's the time. Like, if you... Be yourself, you're a great guy. If you're fucking turning up to the Hollywood star, trying to be a Hollywood star, yeah. and that was basically, man, 80% of people doing that. And doing that, you yeah. know what? And then I was like, you know, you met them after Contender, mm. outside without cameras and stuff. You see their back, it was normal. They, they're playing a fucking gangsters Play, and yeah. superstars and stuff. And before that, some of them, you know, before them, you think, oh man, they're great guys. You get there, they're playing. Fucking you know, ass. Yeah. <laughs> shit, you understand what I mean? Like but what, the, what the hell is going on? You would have made some good friends out of that. But right? man, man honestly, I yeah. met good guys. Yeah, I fucking really like a sick guys. You know, like mm. uh, I'm still friends with, and I'm still like it's been a long journey, long time. UK, like really one of the greatest guys I met there. It was Yuki Carson from uh, Sweden. Okay, yeah, yeah. Man, you know what? He wasn't that successful in the show. Yeah, as a fighter. 
they didn't show his character much on the TV as well. Because what, what he was just probably a normal person. But he yeah. was fucking good. He was a legit guy, man. It Solid fucking guy. Yes. Yeah. He was a great guy. It, it is, not was, was. It is a great guy. Yeah, he is a fucking you know, great yeah, guy. Yeah. Oh, man, that's good. That's good. So, um, we'll go back to the, the contender. You made the finals. Uh... I lost in the semi-finals. Semi-finals, to Bar, yeah. But to they, took me, they yeah. took me to the final, uh, to finale. They took you there. What yeah, happened there? What, what because was I was fighting the grudge match with a French guy, oh. Rapik Bakuri. And how'd that go? You smashed him. I won that fight. Yeah, of course. Well, well I won that fight. Yeah. Fist bump, boom, boom. <laughs> but let's talk about your fucking um, the big names you fought. You know. So, so how many fights? How many times did you fight um, John Wayne Parr? I fought him twice. Yeah. Uh, I fought him first time in contender. Yep. And then I made a rematch in 2009, I think. Uh, Over here in Australia? Made, yeah, in 2008, yep. actually. No, 2008, mm-hmm. I made a rematch in uh, Australia. I believe, and everyone else was saying that in contender Asia, I won that fight. But mm-hmm. like, the, like some of the producers came over to me and said, Jabba, we wouldn't let you win the show because if you have fought on the final, we wouldn't sell you. That was you was not name, you know. There you was nobody. But when you get there, that's fucking. That's see. That's the thing. Though. That's the things we show. Because because John Wayne Parr is obviously a, he is the greatest of all time Australian Muay Thai. Yeah. And so that that would that's a big carrot. You know. That's a everyone well, knows who John Wayne Parr is. Look, shame, I, yeah? I understand. Like in in the in a way of fighter, in a way of human, it's mm. not right to do that way. You know, if somebody wins it, you wins it. But in a way of business. You understand, you understand. Yeah. You fucking understand. Yeah. I, I, understand I, I totally that. understand. I said, sit there. I understand what I, what I, yeah. what I gonna say to the business. You know, mm. to business from America. It's uh, Barnett show make it. You know, like mm. you're thinking, what, what, what are you gonna do? It's from Hollywood, dude. Um, some, I'm, just, I'm fucking. I, I just like look down your fight career and your fight record, and I look at the, some of the fucking names, man. Yeah. Sits sits upon. Um, Bacal 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 Yeah. Um, Steve Moxon, man, just to the name of you. Who, who, are, in, in your opinion, the toughest, the, your toughest opponents? You know, toughest. Honestly, I thought like some. There wouldn't be. A, there wouldn't uh, mean a big name for uh, for here. To, uh, they wouldn't hear that names, you understand? Yeah. But there was some Thai boys, I fought. And I'm sure. No, look, look, name them. I'm sure the listeners would. Some of the if they if they if they're na- na- I, honestly, I don't even remember the names. Really? They were yeah, just fucking t- like tough Thai. I didn't even boys. know that guy, and uh, just come out like I don't know, fucking from some village. I don't know, dark guys. <laughs> you understand? Fucking. <laughs> Kicks, punches, throws everything like a, you like mule. a brawler. Oh, Jesus. I don't know, some buffalo come and then fucking fights you. And <laughs> that was a hard fight. And I don't even I don't <laughs> even remember his uh, name. But uh, but you remember his punch, though, yeah, and his I kicks. I don't fucking remember his punches and <laughs> kicks, man. But then, uh, sometime, like, if you think the smartest fighter you fought, mm. I believe is Giorgio Petrosan. Okay, He's yeah. a fucking doctor in this game, you know, and, uh, yeah. He was the smartest fighter, te- most technical fighter I fought. Okay, we can. He was nah. one step yeah. ahead in everything, single moves you do. He was. So who was that again? Sorry, Giorgio Petrosan. Giorgio, yeah, I know the one. Yeah, yeah. He's still uh, pound for pound the best fighter. He just recently lost to Superbomb, but he's a pound for fighter, best kickboxing fighter. Obviously, he had some great fucking memories in Thailand, yeah. fighting. 
mean, that's a fucking. This is that's when it, your fighting career just. You, you were very productive in those years in Thailand, yeah. Man, it was yes. It's look, I made my name in Thailand. Drew, drew some fights as well. I fought yeah. on TV, you know, Channel Three. Uh, some fight in uh, Lumpini. Yeah. And uh, did you ever fight at Rajadam? I fought in Rajadam. No, I haven't fought in Rajadam. No. Yeah. I fought in Omnoy. It's the third stadium in Thailand, mm -hmm. Channel 3. And then uh, I fought on King's Cup. It's one of the biggest shows. Big one. Yeah. What's that like? What's that like? Is it, I yeah, mean, like, great. is it it's it's a, the, the crowd and yes. fucking it's loud? A, and it's a cr crowd and there is a big show. I fought mm. the legendary John Hotke Adisak. How'd you go there, man? I, I beat him and then, uh, you know, it was a tournament of King's Cup S1. Okay. And then in the final, I fought one Rob Sitpolek. Uh, that was a Thai guy. He's a legend as well in Thailand. Mm. Like, he wouldn't make a big name here, but he beat the general Park here, you know, and he's, okay, a, yeah. he's, a, yeah. he's a good guy, good Thai boy. I beat him there, actually, as well. On King's Cup, no, on King's Cup, it was a close fight, and then they made a rematch on for UBC title for me, me and okay. him. Yeah. And there I beat him 100%. And, like, even though... They're supposed to give a belt of UBC yeah. on the show, <laughs> and because uh, Georgie gave it to him, the promoter lady said, "I don't, give, I'm not gonna give a belt Aww. because it was a robbery." And then she decided to pull back uh, the belt. Oh, she what? Gave it, yeah. She said because because they gave it to him. They give the win to him. Yeah. The judges and she's like, she's no, that's good. And she's like, yeah, she's like, you know, I'm not happy with that decision. It's not right. I'm not giving that, you know. And then after that fight, <laughs> then when they gave me invitation to contend Asia, because I was 19 years old, mm. in the beginning they didn't want to take me there. Yeah. And that was just exactly before Contender Asia. And then after that fight, when the look, the Contender Asia should be run by different people. Was in the beginning was running by different people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it okay. set it up. Yeah. Yeah. It was Thai people, and uh, then when it's all happened. And then fight, they took, they signed me up straight away. Even though I was 19 years old, they wasn't allowed to take me because after 20 years old, it could be, they could, you could be signed up. Yeah. And uh, they say, okay, we look, you tell you 20, and we're ready to be signed. I said, okay. <laughs> and then the show started, and I just jumped in. Yeah. But it was just after that fight with one drop, Sid Pollock. Yep. Yep. When uh, they they didn't give me the fight, the win. Mm. Then they signed me up. So you you be you be you be a bit of a superstar in uh, Thailand in Bangkok in Thailand and we'll walk around and go hey Jabba Jabba no, Jabba. By, by the but by that time the taxi drivers everyone was like, new. Hey, Jabba, everyone Jabba. like yeah, sometimes when you fight and you lose you know taxi driver drives and hey Genghis Khan because I will I, I Genghis was Khan. yes I was fighting the name under G Genghis, Genghis, Genghis Khan and some fucking taxi driver would say hey Genghis Khan you Tamai Panai lose money you know and they say why you lose money you know on me because he bet he bet he bet it on me yes Lost the fight like and stuff, you know, they <laughs> get upset. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and fucking. I imagine, like, you're look, dealing with the loss yourself. Yes, and then yes, you got yes. This taxi and then the taxi driver is blaming you, you know. <laughs> and then and then you're understanding it's just me, you understand. But how many days yeah. Thai fighters sometimes they sit in taxi and how much yeah. I believe oh I'm thinking, God. man, how much they blame that Thai boy, you understand? Yeah. Like, that Thai Fuck fighter. That, yeah. And just me for <laughs> one day, once I just putting pressure on me. Mate, um, you moved to Australia. What was the reason why you, mo you you moved? And how long ago was that? When was the first time you uh, you, you know you, you you moved over? Was it was the Fight Express with Peter Hatton? Was that the, your first gym here in Australia? Uh, yeah. Uh, look, first yeah. time I fought in Australia in 2005, mm -hmm. and then um, after that, I just 
oh yeah, I fought in 2005, flew back in Thailand and stuff like this, and then mm. but moved here in 2012. Oh, okay. Darren Kurovic invited me to okay, yeah. Perth. Yeah. And I went there and I stayed there for a couple of days. I couldn't stay there. I was alone, you know. I felt mm. bored as... I was like, man, I couldn't do nothing here. I go to fly back to Thailand. I flew back to Thailand and then I met some a few boys from Fight Express. Yep. They came to Sisiprapa gym and they was training there. Yep, yeah, okay, in Thailand. Say, yeah, in yeah, Thailand. Yeah, okay, yeah. And they say, look, Jabba, come to Melbourne. It's good city and stuff, you know. We got a coach and stuff. Mm. And I flew here for a fight. Yep. And before fight, I flew here. I was fighting actually my, Dimi my Dimitro from this gym. Yeah, uh, Mike 300. Yes, Mike, Mike 300. Mike 300, yes, yes, of course. I, I remember, yeah. Peter invited me to here for to fight him. Yeah. And then uh, before I fight him, I flew here for five, six days earlier. Yeah. And I was doing some pads with Peter and stuff. I liked it, you know. I I liked it, the gym atmosphere and stuff. Mm. And look, I said, okay, I fight for Peter, Dimi, uh, Mike. Yep. I fly back to Thailand. I pack my stuff and they're gonna come and over. Then and you say, and you and move here. Like, yes. Where do you reside right. here then? Is it? And then I went. Uh, I flew here. I stayed in Noble Park for one year. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And then I got to fly back to to back to Russia. Oh, Russia? Back to Thailand. Yep. Stayed there six months and then flew back to Russia. Then came back again here. Got married? Huh? When did you get did you get married back in Russia or? Uh, first yes, first time I I've been married twice. Oh my God, you fucking yes. you little <laughs> slut! <laughs> <laughs> you whore! No, I'm kidding, 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 mate. Yeah, kidding. look, I married first. <laughs> I got uh, divorced and then. Uh, young, you're young, you're young. Yes, you're yeah, I was young. too young. Too and young. then I flew back here, but then recently I I got married in 2017. Ah, oh. yes. Yeah. And then we one year later just moved to Australia back. In oh. 2018 we whole family lose, uh, moved here, and then my daughter born here, my son born here. Oh, two Australians, mate. Yes, almost two Australians. <laughs> two yeah. Australians, but we're going to touch on that, mate. But um, mate, after the break. We're going to see what, what you know, um, what, what, what life is going to be uh, like for Jabba after fucking Muay Thai. And have a And welcome back. Where we left off in fucking. We just arrived here in Australia, yeah. training. Yeah. Super fire. And then, like, you know, you, you trained with Hatton, and then obviously, um, you come down to Super fire. What's the reason for that? Can you say it? Or do you want to talk um, about it? No, just uh, what do you call I uh, I moved from Peter to Christian Enner. I stayed there for a bit, you know, mm. for a year, year and a half. I trained there with him. It was more boxing, gym, than kickboxing. Yeah. And then uh, just this year, because uh, I left without gyms, I, I got to train somewhere, you know, I got to keep fit. And I couldn't find a place, so I uh, spoke with Jimmy, and Jimmy said, "Come, yeah, yeah, super fight, you know." 
just keep your shape here and stuff like this. And that's how I decided to come here. Okay, here. yeah. Yes. I, I see you here all the time. You, you've been working with Sam a lot and you've been working with Gem a lot as well. Doing yeah, some striking and yeah, yeah, a little bit of work here and there, you know, doing some strength with Sammy as well. Strength yeah, 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 yeah. Sam's good with the strengthening yeah. and yeah. conditioning and everything like that. Yeah. But yeah, so you're enjoying your time here at Superfight? And yeah, it is. It's a no, good it's time. Good. You know yeah. what? Look, it's uh, like a. brings you back like a Thai, a thai atmosphere. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's really fucking tight here. It is. It's all the time, uh, even Thai fights on TV. <laughs> it's always fucking on <laughs> yes. the, the Channel 7. Yes, the Channel yes, 7 yes. stadium. Channel 3, Channel 7. 7, yeah. That's it. So your family there, mate. You said you said you said you had a son and a daughter, and they're Australian. Yeah, so my uh, my daughter born here yeah. in 2019. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and uh, so sorry, 2020. 2020. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, and then um, next year my son born here. Yep. And. Uh, my my daughter is not Australian citizen yet. My my my, my son, yeah. My son. I want to touch on you. Yes, I want to touch yes. on that because I remember having the. We've, we've we've talked about this. You're t- you're talking about like when you grew up as a kid, you were wrestling. Yeah. Um. You want your son to represent Australia as a wrestler? Yeah, <laughs> I, I would love to. You <laughs> take know, like take him. You're gonna take him back to Dagestani yeah, to learn the yeah, ropes. Uh, and then look, yeah. you know what? Like that'd be fucking sometime, awesome. Sometime, sometime I think about it. You know, yeah. like uh, making a plans, making a future plans and stuff like this. Yeah. But. It's hard to predict anything. It's at hard this to moment. Yes, at this but moment. Under these I circumstances. Yes, under these circumstances. We sometimes try, I we'll think about, about it. About it. Yeah, sometimes I think about it and yeah. I think, man, look, you know what? Don't make any plans. Don't, yeah. <laughs> Just at like the moment, don't, do not make any plans. But you know what? For us Australian sports people and, and um, there, I think the Australian wrestling community, people, community would love that. And for you, <laughs> and if your son was representing Australia at the Olympics... That would be good. That would be uh, really good because uh, there is, uh, in a, in a, in a, what do you call it, in, a, uh, in wrestling, you know, Australia is not that successful. No, you not know, that successful. I think uh, the, the biggest, the highest... Place it was number eighteen or sixteen on uh, yes, Olympic Games. that's correct. But yeah. um, uh, like uh, the, the most famous probably Australian wrestler is the is the is the uh, Chris Brown, I think. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Volkanovski, Alex, uh, Alexander oh, Volkanovski, oh, he yeah. won a gold medal. He was a, a wrestler, wasn't he? Oh, as well, he? yeah, I he was. That, that's what he started. That's how he started. He, he he um he won a gold medal in in wrestling before he started MMA. Gold medal of yeah. what? Uh, like uh, the Greco wrestling, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, but what? Gold medal is it? it, it Commonwealth? No, I mean meaning Australian. He was oh, number one Australian number one champ. Yeah, 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 number okay, one Australian, yeah. which which is yeah, not not a very high standard. <laughs> <laughs> Your fight career. That's a that's a mighty fucking 147. Let's uh, let's go walk through the <laughs> talk talk through your fight record. Is this up to date? Uh, uh, 147 fights, 109 wins, 55 by knockout, 36 losses, two of those by knockout, and two draws. Look, including uh, MMA, including boxing record, Mm. it's 156 fights. 156? Yes. 156 fights. That's a fucking, that's a massive, massive, that's a a, a lot of fights. Including MMA and boxing fights. Yeah. Yeah. So what's what's next then, mate? What do you feel that are you? I know I don't like. I don't want to ask you this question. I know it's a hard question to fucking answer. Are you thinking about retirement? Or you know what? Look, I will. I will sometime when uh, it comes times like these, you know, mm. you can't plan anything anymore. 
He's but saying, how does that make you fucking feel, though? That's, that's it's, it's, it feels terrible, honestly. It's fucking feels crazy. Yeah. Like you don't know what to do. You don't know. Basically, it's my it's my job. Yeah. It's not my hobby. It's my job. It's and I can't fly out of the country. And for the reason, for a mm. fight, you know. And even though, like, from 2019 and 2020, I got to fly out from the country twice, uh, three times. I was supposed to fly overseas, fight yeah. overseas. And, and canceled. Just oh, being in a camp. Yeah. Fucking doing camp for five, six weeks. And then uh, they send me a message. Oh, sorry, you can't fly out. Once even I flew to Spain, I jumped on a plane. I flew from here to, I supposed to fly from here to Madrid, to Spain. And I was on a boat, on a plane, flying, took off three hours in, in the air. Like I turned off my, my, wi my, my, my Wi-Fi on a phone, on a plane. And I'm looking at it, and then my, I got a message on WhatsApp. Sorry, our event is canceled in uh, Madrid. So if oh you want, fuck. you fly in Madrid, don't stop you in Abu Dhabi because I used to do transit in Dubai. And yeah. Said, Come on, what to do? Uh, Madrid, stay a couple of days, then I flew, then flew fight, uh, flew back to Melbourne. And I'm like, man, look, I'm fucking afraid to get stuck there. My family's in, uh, in, uh, yeah. in Australia. And uh, I said, nah, I'm gonna land in Abu Dhabi. Please get me back ticket to Melbourne. Yeah. I got to Abu Dhabi, I slept there eight hours in a mosque, I stayed there, walk around this, that, Inshallah. jump on a plane, Inshallah. and yes, and yeah. then flew back, you know? Yeah. That's it. Well, that's, that's terrible, man. And that's fucking, that's, that's a horrible, it's just a horrible place to be. It is. You know, like when you, you, you... It's like out of the all, all of the world, you understand? Mm, like yeah, even yeah. Though, even yeah, these yeah. days, even these days, like I can see that, I'm a bit, it's not a bad jealousy, but I feel like, man, you know what? Fuck everybody fights in Europe, you know what I mean? Like everyone, like from Russia, fighting in Europe. They're yeah. flying. They're okay. The, the the shows is might might be venues might be empty. Yeah. But there is just show happening in uh, Abu Dhabi. They're in they're Dubai. In profession. They're doing. They're, they're chosen fucking sport. It might pass. It might finish sometimes soon. But my age is going. I'm not 20 years old when I can yeah. wait one, two, fucking three years. You understand? I'm 35 yeah. years old. It starts to get and fucking shorter. Yes. And, and quicker. It comes quicker. Time, time's fucking quicker. flying faster. You know, you know yeah. like well, once you get 30, your time flies. You, mm. like, you look back, oh, fuck, I was just at 25, 20 years, six years old. Now I'm 35, you know? Yeah. And what, what are I going to win? I've been waiting. Last time I fought when I was well, two years ago. Honestly, I fought in 2019, December. I fought last time. Jeez, what was that here in Australia, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was here in Australia and Alpha Fight Series. I fought Jonathan Tuhu. Yeah. yeah. The, what's called it? Uh, boy from Papua New Guinea. Yeah, I beat him. And uh, after that, I couldn't. Like, after that, I, as I said, three, four times, I went through the camps. And then fucking three, yeah, f and then not fight. Not fight. Being flight caught off. And no, there is no payments, nothing happening. You fly to Madrid. So you're dedicating, you're dedicating yes, all that fucking you're dedicating, time. You're dedicating, you're spending your you energy, your monies and stuff like that. And then you fly to Madrid, you stop in a halfway, you fly back. Yeah. Okay, fuck this. Next show, started doing camps, three weeks. They send messaging, sorry, can't do it, you know, because of your, we can't get you out of Australia. Yeah, yeah. And then next show happening in uh, France in December 2020, supposed to happen one year later. Mm. Everything sign up, contract sign up, seven, seven five deal contract with, uh, <gasps> with the show. I'm going that's through. That's a lot of money too, yeah? Yes, it is. It's all the ah. money, man. And I'm, then I'm uh, sign up and then I'm fighting uh, December, I think. It was 13, one year exactly after my last fight. Mm. 
I'm going through I uh, so my plan my camp supposed to be twelve weeks. I've done six weeks camps. And then I getting a message from the promoter, hey man, sorry, look man, we are happy to take you, but we're not guaranteed that you're gonna fly back. And you can't have you fucking can't have that. You can't have that, man. You've got you got you got family yes. to come back to. Yes, exactly. You, you know? know what? I can fly. Okay, I didn't let me back. I can fly back to Russia. What about my family can't fly. They need they need the they need the what do you call the permission to fly out. Yes, yeah. And the permission have to be a reasonable permission. You know what are they gonna say? They we're going to see my uh, the husband. Yeah, they're not gonna take that. They you won't. Know, Mate, look, look, look. the family gonna be divided. I know the fucking lot of the situations, lot of samples when the family has been divided for two years, two three years. Mm. You know, now I see that on a video in the airport in Sydney and stuff like this. The family's crying. You know, meeting yeah. each other and fucking. You know, cuddling, uh, hugging each other. It's hard to see that part, and I don't want to be. I don't want to be in that situation. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's important that your you, 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 your kids are young, and it's yeah. important to get to to have that bond at, a, at that young age with their father, man. man you know? Look, I, uh, that's the the worst dream, man. Like yeah. you can see, you know what? Like I, I got a friend in Russia who were with him. Some stupid way, it wasn't right. They took him in the jail and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, wrong yeah. reason. Mm. His daughter was only three months here, three months, three months old. Mm. And when he got out of the jail, she was three years old. The, 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 yeah. Bro, uh, she, he, he knocked the door. He come to the, the he come to the she didn't know him. house. She didn't know him. I'm saying there. I don't want this happen to me here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to get in that situation. I understand every risk and stuff like that, but I don't want to be in that situation. Well, I'm hoping that you fucking hoping this stuff all lifts and. We can work out between fighters and promoters, and and get these fucking some of well, these good I fighters hope, and hope, you know, borders opened hope. up and everything like that. Yeah, I really hope so. Yeah, no, I do as well, mate. But uh, mate, fucking, it's been a great conversation, mate. We've been at it for about an hour now. I've, re- I've really enjoyed. Really I know, I've really enjoyed it. But one more question, mate. Yeah. After this, what about you? Can trainee trainer? As a, as a, as a, as a career you wise, know, or you know what, like I was thinking, or a philosopher, trainer or philosopher. <laughs> I was thinking of that. Like honestly, I spent it whole my life fighting, fighting whole my life. Spent it that much time fighting, and uh, I can't. I want to be part of sport, but if you want to train, you want to train your kids. You want to spend time. Mm. I don't want to dedicate my another, other part, of half of my life to the sport well, and you know like to not seeing my kids I want to enjoy that part I want to bring my ah. kid here I want to bring my daughter there I want to bring my son here you know I want to look after them even these yeah. days yeah I want to bring them my man. daughter to the tennis mm-hmm. she's I want to she become a, like you know she trained she's a little bit tennis and stuff like this tennis yes <laughs> and here I'm like said look I'm, I'm doing my schedule I'm thinking about my schedule how I can do it you know I can train myself and then her schedule is 10 early morning the mm. session and I'm divided I don't know what to do but I got to give her time no more so I don't want to be a coach taking responsibility on some other fighters yeah 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 and then leaving my family on the side you understand yeah. I want to be they the first they the number one so I want to do that I don't know what uh, what I'm going to I mean maybe some business so I can of course be my self-confidence you understand like do my schedule by myself what about, what about, what about myself what about Russian podcasting in the MMA career who knows bro who knows? you're a very you're well spoken mate thanks man you know Thank what you. I mean you're fucking yeah, and you and you, you, you are you were very articulate in English. I'm sure you'd be more articulate in Russian. Thank so you. you know what I mean? Thank so you. fucking just think about that. I always say, you know, 
I might, I might. Who knows, bro? I, I need you know, to learn how to do this stuff and things, and then uh, I might do it. Combine fighting, philosophy, and psychology <laughs> to do a podcast. That's it. Hey? Mate, Java Askarov. Yes. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you very much. We, you've been fucking, mate. This has been one of the best um, interviews I've had and a conversation. You, and you're probably one of the biggest fighters we've had on fucking board. I think you are the most successful and the most. What, 156 fights? That's the most. Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> it. I appreciate it, mate. Thank you very much. And what is what is Russian for thank you? Aspasiba. Aspasiba. Yes. Aspasiba. Just Aspasiba. Without Aspasiba. Aspasiba. Yes. Pasiba. Thank you, brother. Cheers, cheers. See you later, buddy. (laughs) Shit. I need to scrub up on my Russian. After the break, we catch up with head coach of the Thai Boxing Pit and our WA correspondent, Roy the Rebel Will. Welcome back. And of course, we had uh, the Muay Thai Grand Prix and our wonderful, wonderful WA correspondent had three fighters on that night. Let's give a warm... How's it going, guys? Yeah, good, good. That's only me. It's only just me. It's only me and you. It's only me and you today. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, mate. So it's the Rebel Reels is here. Yeah, Sammy's, um, Sammy's preoccupied at the moment today. He, he will be sorely missed, I'm sure. Yeah, he is. He's he's uh, he's totally mate. He, yeah, he brings he brings the um, the Muay Thai knowledge. And um, he I does, just he does. and I just bring the th- that's why I've got you, mate. How are you, Rev? <laughs> How are you, Roy? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, that's good. Cruising over here. Jim's, Jim's still busy as and um, nah, it's going good, man. I'm just 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 cruising, man. Still can't wait for all the borders and that to open up. You can't wait. I can't wait. Let's get into your um, into the Muay Thai Grand Prix. The uh, uh, last was it? Yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not the weekend just gone. Not the weekend just gone. Yeah. yeah, that was last week. So um, yeah. Let's go through the first. Let's go. Yeah, thirtieth. So let's go through you. The first fight that came on was um. We had Caleb up first. Caleb up. I called him. Yeah. I just, just I regret here. I called him Leo. In my in, in in the intro, and then I I had to fucking dub it and then put Caleb's name in. If you listen to the last um thing, I've gone, it's gone, um, Moo Caleb. <laughs> it's like you can fucking tell it's been dubbed in. I'm so sorry. Completely different voice and everything. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Caleb. I'm really sorry, Caleb, man. But um, oh, yeah, I'm a racist. No I'm a racist. So, you get, yeah, they get it a lot, actually. I know, I know. We talked it. We we talked about this last time you were on. How they them too. We but how did they? How did he go? How did he go, mate? Uh no, he he fought really well. Mm. Um, you know, like Caleb's had um quite a, a bit of a losing streak. Yeah. Um, and like it's 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 hard because it truly doesn't reflect 
his skill, you know, as a fighter and, and what he's like in the gym as well. Yeah. He's really, really like, he's quite skilled. So, um, I think he's still at that stage where the nerves are kind of trumping his skill at the moment when that, it comes and, to the big, the big day. Yeah. yeah. And then the nerves, obviously um, if you're nervous, then you would get that, you can't control your adrenaline and you will get that dump yeah. with that, with that, with that play part as well with nerves 100%. and adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you see it a lot of time with people that um, struggle to control that nerve side of things. Like mm. They'll get into the ring and after round one, uh, they'll be fit for a five round fight. And after round one, they're just like knackered, you know, they're yeah. destroyed. So um, we're just still working on um, Caleb getting through that mm. um, whole aspect. Because other than that, he's got wicked skills. He's an amazing training partner for everyone. Yeah. Really of pushes course. himself to limit in the gym. So um, that ended up being a draw. Is yeah. that correct? It was a draw, yeah. So um, which, didn't he get? You know, did like, he get? I'm sure. Did he get rocked? Uh, I'm not too sure. Maybe, maybe at the. Are we going to do these fucking interviews straight after the fucking not, fight? <laughs> but yeah, no. <laughs> no I, look, he, he, I don't think he got rocked to the point where it was like he was in danger. Mm, but the um, volume, but the volume of leg kicking. Um, that was fucking my. He was he was leg kicking, kneeing, and doing doing all those more. Because I remember you telling me that you get more points kicking. More points kneeing yeah. and more points elbowing than opposed to punching, where the other guy was just punching and he had more of the Muay Thai technique or Muay Thai striking. Uh, yeah. And yeah, he was no, getting. I, yeah. um, I, I, I agree with that. I definitely like looking back on the fight, mm. um, kind of like a draw, a draw was probably a good decision. You know, like Caleb was definitely out kicking his opponent. Yeah. Mm. A couple of kicks, but like, um, you know, the way that they score Muay Thai here now, they say like punching's not useless. Like if you're rocking someone's head back, giving them blood noses, nose, yeah. visibly shaking someone, mm. like you can't not score that kind of skill. Um, which, you know, I, I seem I still think that kicks should be awarded more. They're a harder technique to make look good. Fucking nice. Yeah. Um yeah, so that and, and in my mind and eyes, you should be rewarded for that. Um but Caleb again doesn't do himself, didn't do himself any favors. You know, he kind of looked drained at the end of it. Yeah. Um, he was on the he was on the back foot. Mm. He, he kind of was stumbling, like what were you fell saying? over a few times. What was what were your instructions from the corner? Um, so we were saying to Caleb to just kick more. Yeah, and and he, he, I noticed that. he did listen. Yeah, I noticed yeah, that. Did. I noticed that because sorry, because he was like um yeah. the way I was looking at it, he was he lost the first round. And then yeah. I think there's that when you were t there's that when you were telling him kick more, kick more. Yeah. So yeah. our instructions to him were like just be consistent over the three rounds. Okay. Don't because what because what he what he's done in the past is he's exploded in the first minute minute and a half and he's done really well. <laughs> Shot his wide. And then he's just done <laughs> in the last minute and a half and the judges obviously remember the the more fresh minute yeah, in their of course. mind. Yeah. So a lot of the times they just tend to score it to the other guy when. Maybe the round was even, or maybe even Caleb won the round, yep. but he never finished as strong. Yep. So we just said, I said to him, what I want you to do is to just consistently keep one pace throughout all, all, every round. If you start strong, you have to finish strong. So you start a bit slower, but make sure you finish strong. Mm. Um, and I feel like in rounds uh, two and three, he definitely did that. Yes, um, yes, yes. He listened but, to the instructions. But again, he did yeah, that. he did. It was just... I think like at the end of it, the draw was probably awarded just because Caleb 
wasn't able to like maintain his footing a lot of the yeah. times. Not, yeah. And like yeah. we, I've done a bit of judging and um, refing and that, and mm. they they do tell us you have to look at like the form of your opponent, uh, not your opponent, the form of the uh, fighters you're judging. Like if someone's stumbling and they're tired and mm. all this, and then they both land a kick on each other, but one was better technique because the other guy's tired and and stumbled after. Mm. You got to award award it to one guy. So. I think that's where Caleb lost some points and yeah. and um yeah, draw was given so. But um better than, better than a loss. Better than a loss because I I I wouldn't have been surprised and I wouldn't have been upset if he if it was a loss because I thought before the decision was made I thought oh fuck you now this is a this is a loss here. But the draw was good. Yeah. I mean they got they got the draw got the got a result. Got a result which was good. It's not a loss. It's not not an L. It's a D. Nah. A big dick. Yeah. A big D. I'm only joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember <laughs> in between rounds I think Blair was going to give instructions but all I heard Blair go listen to your coach listen to your coach listen to your coach <laughs> and that's all he was saying <laughs> I think he was saying I think later on in the, in the other fights he was talking he, 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 was, he might have given instructions and you let him go but then yeah. uh, it was a good dynamic Toby would come out do his like he'd be in the ring and doing the fucking giving him water and shaking him down and doing the body work and on 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 the fighter. Yeah. Um, Blair would come across first and say his bits or whatever. You and then yep. Toby, then you would be calm and just talk to him. You fucking look at him straight in the eye, and you'd be giving him instructions. Yep. And then Toby would give him some more instructions. But it was it wasn't like everyone fucking going. This is what you're doing. Rah, 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 rah. Everyone knew exactly. Did you? Is that? Is did you have? Is it, was that the game plan? Got, you go first, Toby. You say something, then you say something, or is it just you know everyone just takes their turn type of thing? It was just yeah. Yeah, I think um definitely the latter. Like it, yeah. it kind of just flowed like that. Um, like obviously Toby, myself, Blair's, we're we're all fighters, mm. um, or past fighters, and we and like. You, you ask any fighter, the worst thing you can do is get three people talking at you at once. <laughs> That's what saying, I was saying. Yeah, even if they're saying the same thing, they might be saying it in a different way, and three people coming at you while you're trying to get your breath back and have a drink of water, and mm. like someone's rubbing your leg, and so much going on. If you got more than one person speaking to you, mm. like half that that information is just lost. Yeah. So um, yeah, if Blair was talking, Toby and I would just be like focusing and kind of like, you know, nodding and reinforcing what Blair was yep. saying, and then yep. like when we when Toby spoke, it was like, you know, we kind of like same thing, just nod and reinforce, and then like. You know, every time one of us spoke, it was adding on top of, you know, what someone else was saying. So we weren't contradicting each other. Mm. We're not giving them different information. Um, just trying to give them as much good information yeah. as possible in the time that you've got. So but what I noticed about um, you, oh, sorry, mate, sorry. But what I what yeah. I did notice about you though, you you always gave him you all you were you were the last coach to give him advice, or you were the last coach's words that he heard before he went back out in the ring. And I mean that's yeah. that's okay. Fucking hell, you're, you know this is you're unprofessional, motherfucker. <laughs> Put that on silent. Sorry, bro. Sorry, <laughs> <I'm only> joking. <laughs> nah, like, but but I'm yeah. Like in the, in my For all the listeners, I'm like in the middle of my lounge room. There's like probably roadworks outside. It's like oh, it doesn't matter. This is what this is how we work. This is, don't apologize, <laughs> mate. This is this is how we work, mate. We fucking just do it. We just do it. Have a conversation. My alarm, my alarm's going off, telling me to do the washing and that, like. You know. <laughs> <laughs> we should get beaten up. We should get beat up by Jacinta, bro. <laughs> yeah. um, let's move on to the next fight. So then, 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 young Mister Hardcastle, Brandon, dude, that yes, fucking guy, yeah. tough, man, tough little fucker. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, no, nah, he's um, he, he is real tough and like, yeah, he's he's really skilled. Like, I think that was his seventeenth fight. Seventeen fights, man, from twenty-one years old. Twenty-one, dude. It, yeah, I know. Oh, it was sixteen or seventeenth fight, one mm. or the other. Um, so like, yeah, still in the in the later teens of of his fights. Yeah. And I can tell you right now that I was nowhere near that skilled when I'd had 17 fights. You were tough, though. No way. Back then, maybe. I was oh, 100%. Man, he, tough, he, yeah. Mate, he was eating some of those fucking, like, some of those hands. He was eating them like Tic Tacs. He fucking yeah. copped, a few, <laughs> yeah. he copped a few in the fucking head. And he was he rocked at one stage? Um, I, Look, he I think maybe in the fourth round, he definitely got mm. sparked a couple of times. Yeah. Um, But... You know, like that autopilot kind of training kicked in where he just really covered just up. Kicking, and fucking just kick. Yeah. Kicking, Just man. kept kicking, man. Just kept kicking I think and kicking like, so and kicking. By the fourth round, Brandon had won the first three. Yeah. Um, yeah. Quite dominantly yeah. with uh, Muay Thai technique, just oh, kicking. I was getting worried in that last round, though. <laughs> I was yeah, a little so, bit worried in that last, la that last round. Uh, we are we, look. We just told Brandon that after round three and four, we were like, "Look, man, he needs to knock you out or knock you down multiple times to win." Mm. Um, so you need to expect that, and you need to cover up. Um, which you know, like some shots did get through, but yeah. the the, the <clears throat> important ones didn't. Yeah. So the the only like he fought, he honestly fought brilliantly. Such a bright future. Then that was a decision. Um, that was uh, that was a uh, a win on decision. Points decision. Points yeah. decision. Yeah, that's the fuck. See, see, I don't even know the fucking guy. I can't even fucking pronounce fucking words, mate. I don't even know what <laughs> so they are. Unanimous points. Unanimous points decision. Thank which you. Means all three judges gave it to Brandon. Yeah, no, nah, he did. He did dominate that fight. And like it, like it, like we were talking about. Like we talked about, it was that the the, the latter, the 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 last two rounds that, oh, especially the last round. That's when I thought, oh fucking no, cover up, can't. What the oh, what the Brandon? Come on, mate. But his post fucking match interview. Dude, what a funny man. Yeah. He's a very no, funny he, man, he's, mate. Um, he is a character, man. He's, is he? Um, he's, is he loud in the, is yeah. he loud in the, uh, in the gym? No, not, not, loud. not really, no. But he's just, um, obviously, the accent adds to that bit of character. Yeah, and, fuck yeah. Um, yeah I, I, very, I, very I, I did, um, look, I, we could have him on. You know, there could be a special guest of Brandon Hardcastle on, on the Striker Chat, the Striker Chat podcast. I had a conversation, <laughs> and, and now nah, he was very shy when, he, when I when I talked to him on the weekend. And he does yeah. have a fucking broad, a broad northern accent, man. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he's he's like older brother Tyler. They're both very kind of reserved when they speak, you know, but not reserved in the way that they won't say things, but like reserved in the way that they're not loud. They won't say things that they don't have to to get attention. Yes. But okay. they're very yep. strong. They're very strong-willed. Yeah. Um, you know, and if someone says something to them, you know, it's kind of like, oh, well, this is my opinion. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, no, he's a good man. He's a good man. And that was a win. So, which was a good. I mean, that was his first fight for the gym or the second fight. No, this is his second fight for, no, for, for the pit. Third. Third fight. Third fight. Yeah. Yeah. So he won his first fight. I can't remember his opponent, but I could. He could have even. I think it was unanimous decision, but he destroyed him. He like maybe even stopped him with body shots, or he gave him two eight counts of body shots. Mm. I can't exactly remember. Um, and then he fought Johnny Callahan, where he got stopped in the first round, broken or fractured rib. Yeah. Wow. That was for the WBC state title, and then there. Yeah. So this is his first fight back after that injury. Oh fucking hell! So is he bright future for that kid? 21 100%. years old, bro. 21 fucking years old. 
and like when when you look at um like the stable of fighters that we've got at the moment oh, yes. you've got like him at 21 kian both similar age i think kian's 22 um both similar age similar amount of fights mm. um slight weight difference but like those two are what like toby and i used to be same age similar amount of fights rising through the sport yeah. together in the same team so it's just like they're the future of the next they are the future who's the, who's the toby and yeah. who's the roy then oh, i'd say keen's got the toby style brandon's got more closing my style but yeah like that yeah just, are, they, just, they, they are they are the future yeah oh yeah 100 that's awesome that's awesome but that's the thing yeah. about the pit and and most of those gyms over there in um uh the riddler's gym as well um he's got a lot of yeah. he's got a massive junior program and i've noticed that across nearly every gym in australia they do juniors now, yeah. which is great for the yeah. grassroots. But Blair's always had that. And we've talked about this many a time, you know, when we talked about it when you, when we interviewed you, you know, when you were on the podcast yeah. in episode three, yeah. talked about that and talked about the future of, the, of, of this sport in, in, in this country. And obviously we've got the, we've got the Olympics in 10 years time, you know, and it's just fucking, yeah. it's going to be, it's, oh man, I'm really excited about the Brisbane Olympics, you know, yeah. with, with the future and everything like that. But now we move into we can travel through borders by then. But in ten years' time, <laughs> oh, fucking elf, mate. Yeah. If not, then we, I think we're gonna have a fucking riot or a, or, or, or a civil war, you know. Yeah. If, 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 if we're not allowed to back in, dude. If I, if that, <laughs> I'm coming home no matter what in April, no matter what, yeah. no matter what, I'm gonna be a legal alien. How's this? It's been, it, it spins me up. My, it, 1966, my parents migrated to Australia. We're Asian. It, 1966 was in the height of this of the white Australia policy. We were Asian. And it was easy for them to migrate into Perth and it is for me now to come home. <laughs> it's just fucking... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that it, makes sense. It, oh, yeah. look, it, that's it, another topic anyway. Yeah, that's, it, it, look, I'm going to cut that out, bro. I'll cut that out. But let's get <laughs> into the next one, mate. The Burmese bomber. It was a bit of drama at the end of the fight. I text you. Oh. What the fuck's going on here, mate? <laughs> yeah. So we'll, yeah. we'll, get, we'll talk about his fight first, man. I mean, yeah. he fought a guy that was like 50 kilos heavier than him. And ten <laughs> and about two meters taller. <laughs> <laughs> it might look like that on the roof. <laughs> um, nah, they um they both came in um at the agreed weight. Yeah. Um, so same size, man. Just moves obviously short. Shorter. Um, he's, he's got he's quite stocky. Yeah. But his his height makes it so that he's only got one kind of style that he can fight toward. Yeah. Um, and taller, longer fighters obviously have that initial advantage mm. um, he, oh, and then not yeah. only that but moves opponent that he fought jason tran he's he's honestly been the top of that weight division in wa mm. for the last like five plus years like he's he's an animal he fought he, he fought and beat keen when keen was down at that weight yeah at like 57. jason um, tran, tran fought, like, vietnamese vietnamese sounds vietnamese yeah think so. i'm not yeah. too sure yeah. on the nationality there but yeah, yeah he um he he he's honestly really really good talent. Um, like hopefully when the borders open up, he can showcase it like nationwide because yeah. he he he's freakish man at that weight. What weight is he? Um, How heavy is he? Or oh, yeah, yeah, uh, what's his what's his weight? That, that fight was at fifty five point five. Fucking what? That's jockey, bro. That's light. Yeah, I, mean, that's I, I, I think he's. I think, I think Jason more comfortably fights around about fifty seven. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then Moo wanted to get down to 53 and a half, but um, 
obviously Jason can't get down that far, so they met in the middle at big five and a half. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So. But yeah. But yeah, like it was all, it was all well, over pretty well, quick. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So Moo lost round one knockout. Um, but they just which you know, like you, you can't train for these things, man. No. Like you can't train. You're you can't train a big shot like that that puts you on the ground. This is me looking at it as a um as a as an enthusiast. They just like went. It looked like they just went toe for toe, and then yeah. obviously the, the the tran was taller and probably slightly yeah. heavier on the night. And you're not yeah. gonna you're not gonna win if you're a small fella and just going toe to toe. I mean, they, they just got knocked out. Look, we told Moo early on, like when the fight started, we were like, look, you don't start fast because Jason's at his most dangerous in the early rounds. He hits hard, he hits really fast, and he's got really good timing. Yeah, fuck The yeah. only kind of chance you'll have trading with him is in the later rounds if you get him a bit tired. So our game plan was to wear a shot from Jason, maybe try and counter a shot here and there, but not to push that pace mm. on him early. Okay. Um, because, yeah, obviously um, the, the chance of getting caught was there. And yeah. look, Moo kind of got hit a couple of times hard and then decided... Oh, well, um, I'm going to yeah, go hard I think, back. Yeah, that's when yeah, he started. Jason taught him, which yeah. is exactly what we kind of said not to do. But, I mean, these kind of things happen, man, in the Fucking fight. Life, like, man. Maybe, maybe it would have happened the other way. Like, if Moo listened, maybe it would have happened the same way anyway. But we live and we so, learn. It's, it's, you know, it's fucking we live and we learn. The thing, but the, but yeah. the, but the, the, the bad thing about the fight game is when you make a mistake, it could cost you your fucking life. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could, it could, yeah. and it will, could, could, you know, it's it's a very, yeah, it's a, it's, there's a big consequence when you make mistakes in the ring. Massive yeah. consequences. No, 100%. Um, but, 100%. Um, what happened at the end of the fucking fight? Like, I remember Moo got knocked down, and I'm sure yeah. referee went, waved it off and went, like, out, you're out, you're out. Yeah. The opposition corner jumped in was yeah. celebrating then the um then the ref goes no no the, it's still fight on what happened did the ref just yeah. change his mind that's exactly what happened that he changed his fucking he mind so i think what happened was the what i saw moo got dropped right in our corner yeah 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 and i saw i was watching moo and the ref yeah the ref called it yeah. And then Moo jumped straight back up and the ref obviously was like, oh my God, I called it maybe early. So he kept counting. Now the opposition jumped corner, yeah. all they saw was the ref call it. Yeah. So not really their fault. They just jumped in thinking it was over, jumping around and that. Mm. Blair and Toby didn't see the ref call it. They, were, they saw the other corner just jump straight in. So they were abusing them saying, get yeah. out of the ring. Oh. And so did the ref. Okay. Um, and then obviously that corner was kind of like they were like, "Oh, what the what you know what the fuck's going on here?" Yeah. Um, and so they've jumped all jumped so out. The fight continued. Yeah. And then Moo got knocked out, knocked down again, and obviously then the fight got called, and it was just like so unnecessary. But um, but you know the ref come up to us after and kind of said like that was completely my fuck up. Oh, that's my good. apologies. He, 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 he took it. He took it. He took the responsibility, and I think that's 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 the best outcome. Outcome, yeah. except the fucking loss. I mean, like, yeah. The other corner, the other corner, AMMA gym. They came up to us as well when we we're just like, "What the fuck happened?" Like, you know, like, what's what going on? And Blair and like 
Liam, myself, Toby, we were all like, man, we have no idea what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was all good. We were just kind of all confused. And then, yeah. yeah. Oh, it, 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 like, it, yeah, yeah. But it was as a, as a um, ref, as a ref and judge myself, like, I think the ability um, to, like, obviously it's a high pressure situation, even for the, obviously for the ref as well, because, like, you don't want to call a fight early when the potential for a comeback knockout is always there. Mm. Um, but if you do make that early call, and even if in your head in that split moment you think, oh, that's probably a little early, like, stick to your guns. Yeah. You have to stick to your guns because, no one knows what's going through your ref's head. If the ref backs himself or herself, calls it, and then said, nah, I saw in their eyes, they weren't ready to continue. It's the fighter safety. Yes. You know, all that. You can't argue with that. Yeah. You know, if it was the wrong call. If the ref makes it, then you just got to go with it. And yeah. um, the ref's got to go with it themselves. The ref's Once you make that call, you go with it. Just go with it. But that's like fucking anything. <laughs> you can't be fucking, you can't, you can't, you can't go to, into anything half-arsed. half half uh, half asked half asked That's the one. That's the uh, word. Half-arsed. Yeah, half arsed <laughs> yeah. You know, you know the fuck up. You know <laughs> what I mean. You know what I mean, mate. <laughs> so, um, yeah. what's next? What's next for the pit boys? What's next? Who's coming up fighting? Is the big fucking Viking going to fight, mate? I want to see that big boy fight. I love it. I love watching that fucking big, the big, the big fucking bull go for it. <laughs> nah, he's just he's in the gym as always, still training. He's actually got a um, he's just nursing a little bit of an elbow injury at the moment, so he's he's doing what he can. Yep. Obviously, still training real hard, just try, stay, trying to heal that as much as possible. And now I think probably like early next year, because the last show that's in WA is Domination, which is. Uh, three weeks or just under three weeks away now. Okay, and so that's we got, it. Yeah. Go. Yeah, we got Keen and Leo both on that. We had Caleb. Tyler. Yeah, Keen and Caleb fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, no, I'm saying. <laughs> <a fucking>, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's kind of become a like joke. I think, it's, apology, I, think, I think it's the fucking striker chat fucking inside <laughs> joke now, mate. <laughs> you're going to have to, bro, you're going to have to get both of them on. If, and yeah, then, I think like, so. Okay. <laughs> or just, just okay. All right. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we do a poll. Are these two brothers? I'm gonna get a photo of both of them and just put it on the fucking put it on the um put it on the Facebook page. Are these two brothers? <laughs> if you say yes, you're a fucking racist. <laughs> so sorry, mate. We we digress. Um. So you've got yeah. You've got Leo and um, Kian. Kian. Yep. We had Tyler as well, but man, like between. No one wanting to fight Tyler, <laughs> the borders being shut, and no one being at Tyler's skill level. There's like it's so hard to get him a fight at the moment, and it's it's fucking bullshit because mm. I see him in the gym. He, he like he's always there helping all, helping out all the other boys. You know, it's since he's come to the fighters, gym, man. You know, yeah, and it's just hard because like he had like you know three matchups, and then they all just pulled out in his oh, session, that, and then that, or like not even matchups, like offers there and then they're mm. kind of like oh we'll get back to you and then so we trained for a couple of days being like fuck yeah maybe i've got to fight and then all of a sudden it's like oh Rugs nah we're not gonna yeah. fight yeah so that's fucking that's gonna oh, be hard they'll be like oh we're gonna they'll be like oh we've got to fight in february next year we're gonna focus on that for a title on site but it's fucking february it's like mm. four months away <laughs> but yeah i don't know i was speaking to jabba um, as well Jab we yeah jabba was saying the same thing about fucking you know you got you got <laughs> You, you prepare for a fight and then it just pulls under you. It's 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 it it's it is devastating. 
it's got to be devastating, man. That emotional, because you emotionally tie yourselves to a fight. As a fighter, you do. Yeah. There's a lot of emotions there, and then yeah. then and all like, of a sudden it's fucking gone. That six six weeks in the lead up to a fight. So we do a six week fight camp mm. to get physically ready. But it's not just to get physically ready. It's like it's to mentally prepare yourself mm. as well. And you, and you probably hit everyone that listened to this podcast probably heard it a million times from their trainers or other fighters or mm. even themselves that half the battle going into a fight is like mental. mentally being mentally. ready. Mm. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's hard yeah. when like you're, you're trying to commit and then every couple of weeks someone's changing your opponents. Like, fuck. We'll, um, well, yeah, yeah, right, that's, that's a good segue. I would touch on the, like, cause I'm, 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 I, I look, I looked at the post fight posts. That's a fucking mouthful. Um, what, <laughs> what Brandon put up, um, as opposed to the, what, what Moo put up. I mean, Moo was fucking devastated, man. Yeah. Like that is, yeah. you know, and he's going, I'm sorry about this. I'm sorry to my fans and everything. No, when yeah. we fucking, you might, you've done your job and we understand that. That's, is that, I mean, is, is that what you feel like after like fucking that devastated after a loss? I've never had a, a knockout loss, but like I've definitely had losses where I was like, I've let my team down and the people that support me down. Yeah. And that's like, even though you like in the back of your mind, you know, like, um, I think this is, so this is a good, good kind of segue, like about the pressures of a fighter, yeah. like that mental battle, right. That yeah. leads up, right. That six weeks for me, I, like what helped me toward the end of my career. Like everyone's like, oh, you're, you're a really calm fighter before going out. <laughs> and that, the only reason for that was because there was a point in my career where I just went, okay, I've got to stop p putting pressure on myself to do so well, because the more pressure I put on myself, the worse I do. Yeah. Because that's how pressure works. Yeah. So yeah. as soon as I went, everyone's going to still love me and be proud of me and be happy for what I've done if I lose anyway. Yeah. And I'm still going to be here tomorrow and the next day, even if I lose. So like, don't, don't, when I kind of realized that I was like, the pressure kind of come off my shoulders and I actually ended up fighting way better. Mm. And I think like a lot of people kind of go up like, yeah, lead up to a fight and they've got, it's not the fact that they're like devastated about the loss. They put pressure that they have to perform well for their support and their friends. Yeah. And when it doesn't happen, that's what they're upset about. It's like so it's, when you're supposed to, you know, like do something for a friend and you completely forget and you're like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like that's yeah. the kind of emotion yeah. that it is. It's like, I'm so sorry guys. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Oh, fucking hell, man. That's, that's man. You've really, you, you hit the nail right on the head there, mate. Man, I was going to say something. But yeah. I, I was going to say something. Yeah. On, so on I think like, like the the elation that you feel like what mm. brandon would have felt is like he went in there and did he exceeded expectations yep. for what he had put on himself but still and he probably was, what family wanted but still he do. was or, it, okay or oh yeah even even like what our gym, the gym like you know his coaches and teammates wanted him to do but um he probably exceeded that so that's why that emotion came out like that it's like Fuck yeah, you know I'm happy. <laughs> and then he apologised <laughs> for fucking swearing. But it, like the, 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 the thing is, he 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 was humble with his with his win too. You know, he was like, I'm the yes. fucking man. I'm the fucking man. I am the man. Look at me. Look at me. Me. He didn't do that. He went. 
I like the, the only does that in the gym. <laughs> does he really? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't jump. Didn't jump on the fucking on the bottom on the top rope and suck and slap point into his fucking chest and go me. I'm the man. <laughs> yeah. But um, no. But he praised everyone. He thanked all his coaches. He thanked his gym. Yeah. He thanked his teammates. And he didn't thank yeah, God, the fucking devil, fucking worshipping motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> God had nothing to do with it. I know, bro. Oi, I know. I know that, mate. <laughs> I know that, mate. Nah, he's, um, he, that, and you know, that's what a good, that's what a good student does. Not out of respect, like, not out of like, you have to thank people, no, but like, yeah. out of recognising why they did so well. Mm. It's like, yeah, a lot of it was themselves and what they drove themselves to do. Yeah. But most of it's what their partners and family supported them to help them do and what their coaches pushed them to do and their teammates pushed them to do as well. But you talk so about... That's why you got to give that. Yeah, but you, you, you've you always been like that. You know what I mean? You've always thought that as well about your teammates. And Sammy and you, Sammy always chat talks about that, about you might be in there alone, but it's the team that helps you win or... You know, it's the team. 100%. It's the team. Yeah, you can't do a six-week training camp by yourself, man. Mm. You can't even do it with just a coach. You need multiple sparring partners, clinching partners. Mm. You, need, you, you need a support network around you outside of Muay Thai to help you when you're tired to cook meals or to clean the house yeah. or to walk the dog or whatever you, you need anything. to do. Or suck your dick. Outside of I don't Muay know what. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Exactly, man. What? <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, so there's a, there's a whole range of things that need, <laughs> need help. <doing. laughs> so what's going to happen? So in the next couple of weeks, we've, we're, we're coming up to domination. What number is it now? Are you like fucking twenty something? Oh, fucking whatever. It's in the twenties, bro. It is oh, in the twenties, no, man. Um, I seen a thing for it this morning. Yeah. Uh, but the interesting thing about this one mm-hmm. is that it's Muay Thai and MMA. So what's he? What's Muay Blair Thai. doing? What is he doing? Oh, the traditionist mate, he's changed, bro. <laughs> he has Blair's changed, fucking bro. changed. He's calmed down. He's quit coaching. I don't know even. <laughs> Listen to your coach. There's a number for this one. Listen to your coach. So because it's the Muay Thai and MMA man, yeah. I think it's just Muay Thai and MMA. So it's Muay Thai in a cage. Oh. Yeah. What even yeah. with the even with the small gloves like the John no, Wayne? No, no, no. Ah, oh, okay. I was gonna no. say like the John Wayne no. part. So Wayne it's part everything about Muay Thai, proper glove sizes and all. It's just yeah. gonna be in a cage, oh, but nice. which is a bit crazy because the cage that's getting used for domination is completely circular, so there's no corners. Like you can't get trapped in a corner, man. Which <laughs> like, honestly gonna is gonna change the game for aggressive fighters. Like if you're a back foot fighter, man, you yeah. got a massive advantage the cage fuck yeah mate i'm gonna i'm looking forward to see that so 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 yes. your two boys are fighting in the cage as well yeah leo and Kian, yeah that's got to be a different yeah yeah is that with that yeah that's got to be a lot different yeah i don't know like i, yeah. I kind of am just telling the boys to just not even really think about it yeah. like we'll focus on the game plan um they're smart enough both of them are definitely smart enough oh yeah to, yeah um, for sure adapt you know if they've got a all they'll have to do is like if they're on the front foot they'll just have to control the center ring a bit more like mm. really that's the only difference we don't really rely on the ropes as fighters that much yeah. tires might be in a bit of like weirdness just because they do like to sit on the ropes a bit but yeah, yeah so but other than that i think it won't be that much different mm. but the cage is massive as well like it's a big cage man yeah i mean i want to just before we go i just want to give a big fucking a big 
thank you to Darius and the boys at um, Muay Thai Grand Prix. Who's the other yes. fella? That's, who's the other promoter there? Because I, 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 Gav, I, Gavin Fuller. Yeah, Darius, Darius and Gavin, man, they they done a great yeah. job. I watched it all from yeah. start to finish, and mate, the, the the quality of fights and the matchmaking was fucking good. I I, I appreciated mate, it, man. Hundred percent. Like you I know, considering so considering done, I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that was their mm. fourth show, um, for this year, and literally yeah. had so many restrictions. Yeah. Going the whole year, mate. Fucking and God still bless them. Like nah. We, so between domination and MTGP. Mm. Um, they've literally been keeping the Muay Thai scene, pro scene alive in WA. In WA. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's um, good. There's been a few that's other good. like smaller shows, like they do like the ISKA shows. Mm. Um, and but we which is not, we're not super a part of those ones, but there's, you know, there's a few of the smaller ones running around as well. Like there, we've got the do, uh, Domination Development Days, a couple of them. Ah, the, the so, so the Domination Development Days, are they a bit like, um, you know, how Sai has uh, the, the Rebellion and then before that is Roots? Yes. Is that similar? So yes. so, so, so yes. Development Days like a Roots, yeah? Yeah, so it's yeah. like a lot of first-timers, heaps of padded fights, and then they might have like one main event mm. of a pro fight. Okay, one more fucking question yeah. as well. I noticed as well. When um, yes. Caleb fought, no, fucking sorry. Yeah. Was that right? Leo. Caleb. Caleb. Caleb, <laughs> Caleb bro. Fucking. That was a mistake. That wasn't a joke. And no, when Caleb fought, he was wearing fucking shin pads. What What? What? What, what, yeah, was, that? So, what was that about? Uh, just because Caleb's opponent um, had only had four <laughs> Caleb's opponent's a fucking <laughs> pussy. <laughs> No, I'm only joking. I'm joking. No, dude, dude, if you're listening, you're not a pussy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so our, gov- our government, um, the CSC... Is a prick. No. It's... Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, now you apologise to them as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pa- Sorry, you're not a prick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they, they... I think it's like five fights and then you're out of shinny. So okay. it was his last fight with Shin Pingo. But he'd had four fights, four wins, so... Caleb had almost double the amount of fight, or even more than double. I had the four amount fights. fights. He was fucking pretty technically sound too. Yeah, it's amazing. No, he's, man. Um, he's really good. It's good. Yeah, he's really good. See, like I said, um, like like just touching back on you know Darius and Gav, fucking to get and to match make like that to get the opponents and that quality of of, of fighters on a night. It's, yeah, yeah. You, hats off to you. Yeah, man. hats so off was, to you. That, that was um that's one of their boys. So they've got really strong team, kind of like. In the early stages of development, so mm. I reckon in the next few years, um, Darius will have a strong. Um, Tiff fights out of Gav's gym. Yes. Yeah, and that's in. Where is that? Oh, I actually can't. Palmyra or somewhere. It's I think it's Palmyra or somewhere like that. Yeah. Anyway, it's not far. It's not far from um, us. It's more. Uh, yeah. It's I down Bull Creek. Is it Leech Highway way? It's like yes. down Leech Highway. Yes, yes. It's um Palmyra. I think it's called that suburb. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, mate, we've been at it for fucking 45 minutes, dude. We just fucking, like, like we just let it, we just fucking let it rock. We're <laughs> just having chats, sorry, the, uh, sorry about the, the noises in there. Dude, and don't the worry, delivery drivers and... There was no noises and no delivery drivers, mate. No, no, that's right. You, you have to go and get something before, but we can cut that out. Yeah. No, they're Arsenal not going to hear that. Knocking out my door. <laughs> We're not going to hear that, mate. So, um, I don't know, maybe we come catch up in the next couple of weeks just to see what's going down. At the um, yeah. at the pit, uh, you know, yeah. fucking, I'm gonna get branded so you know, on. So domination training's gone, man. Yeah, no, no. Look, I think we'll get back to you in a couple of weeks' time to see. That's probably be a week before domination. Just see how the boys are going. How, yeah. how, Leo, 
and yeah. <laughs> Keen is going. My Jesus boy Leo. Christ, what have we started here? <laughs> I know, it's fucking me. I'm terrible. I'm fucking just a racist. I'm the most racist Asian you'll ever meet. But anyway, hey, Roy, cheers for that, man. That was fucking awesome. Thank you very much again, Legend, bud. Bro. Legend. Wow, now that was a jam packed episode. Didn't think I could talk Muay Thai with the Muay Thai boys, but I got through it. But our Muay Thai boy, Sammy Cassidy, will be back next week. So, until then, stay safe and peace, Strikers. Later. Thanks for being Striker Chat. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget, if you're listening on Spotify, iTunes or SoundCloud, be sure to like us and leave a review. Thank you very much.